Hello, wonderful people. This is Jason English with Things About Things, simplifying concepts without sacrificing depth. Thanks for joining in for Concept 26. I'm here with my friend Alex Mott, and we are going to talk about partner dancing. This is going to be a fun one. This has actually been months in the making. Yeah, it has. Alex, <laughs> hi. Thanks for being a part of this, man. Hello. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. All right. Well, this is a phrase that I wasn't really familiar with. I know we're going to get into swing dancing, so that might be a little bit of a tip-off of what partner dancing is, but yeah. what is partner dancing other than what you, the most obvious <laughs> partners dancing? But what, what do you mean? What does that phrase mean? Partner dancing is when a lead and a follow, um, not necessarily gender bound, lead mm-hmm. follow, but when a lead and a follow come together and express themselves with the vocabulary that they have been given for a specific dance um, to a specific type of music. So I mean, that, that, that would, yeah, that's a broad definition, but but that covers a lot, but it does narrow it down of yeah. some things that aren't that. Right. Um, I've been swing dancing. Yeah, have you? I love it. I love that you don't have to. You don't have to be good at it to be mm-hmm. to do it. You can have right. a blast, especially if you're around people with that mentality. I remember yeah. my face hurting the next day because I because you're smiling so, so hard. I know. I know that feeling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so that swing dancing is a partner thing, That's but cool. it's also a lot of rotation. So it's not just with one person in that mm-hmm. night. It's but that's still partner dancing it the is. way that it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, walk through some examples of partner dancing. There's, wow, there's, every culture in history has had its, not every culture, that was a broad statement. Yeah. Lots of cultures in history have had their own version of dance. It's, I mean, it's been thousands of years in the making. The more modern dances that I'm familiar with that I will kind of go over yeah. include Latin dances such as salsa, bachata, kizomba, um, Zouk, which is a Brazilian dance. Then you go into the swing world, which is West Coast swing, Lindy Hop, East Coast swing, and then like kind of its own subsect, but related to swing in a way is blues, which is done, which is a vernacular dance done to traditional blues music. Um, then you go into like the Appalachia region. You have contra and square dancing. Oh yeah, contra dancing was what yeah. I was talking about when I said swing dancing. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> I've I've done swing dancing. That was just yeah. me and Kimberly. But the contra dancing, yeah, was the one where you rotated. It's, it's all funny because contra dancing. That's where I'm, I I leave with the same feeling. Like wow, my face hurts. I was smiling for four hours. <laughs> yeah, and so, <laughs> so let, let's pick up like, what would be the difference in I mean not just in style but like. What would be the difference between West Coast swing and East Coast swing, and why would there be such a need for clarification? The people would like to dance to different styles of music, right? Yeah. Um, different styles of music pluck different strings in people's hearts to to use a corny yeah, metaphor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, West Coast swing is dance to pop music, pop and blues and R and B. So it's not um, just different music. The different music changes the dancing itself. It does. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the music really drives the footwork, the vocabulary that you use. Um, it's da- dancing is it's a language, right? Dan- um, similar to somebody going into a bar and having, or or some meeting area and having a conversation with someone that you've never met. So partner dancing is the exact same way. You you bring your own vocabulary. You bring your own like contacts into a space and then you meet someone else with their own vocabulary and you have a conversation with them it's just a, it's a physical language as opposed to a spoken language talk more about this how how is it how is it a language and how can it be 
or can it be interpreted? Interpret. That's a funny way. To you know, because you can yeah. communicate. What it's, it's a language. What are abs- you saying, and how does someone know what you're saying? Yeah, you go. You know, you go through school to learn English language, Spanish language. Um, yeah, and you have like vocabulary tests and all that. So the training for a partner dance is really similar. Though the way that I convey to my follow what I want them to do is are, are through like specific movements with my body that I lead my follow. And the follow has had enough training at that point to be like, oh, my lead is moving his left arm up and around so that he wants me to turn under his arm. You know, it's, so it's, you, you, go, you go to classes, you train for a little bit and you build upon your vocabulary so that you can have more and more interesting conversations. That's so cool. Within the context of a dance. And then like, you know, like, like when you and I are just talking, the only thing driving the conversation is like our interest in each other. The difference is in dance and partner dance, but the thing that drives the conversation is the song and your uh, interest in the song. And so you get to express yourself to the music, which is, you know, I mean, that's, it's innate inside of most people to like, to want to express themselves in some way to a song, to want to move, to want to dance, to want to breathe. Anything. It's kind of a, a, kind of a human thing it is. to want to do that. Yeah. I mean, our kids both were dancing before anyone told them that dancing existed. Wild. You know, they heard music and yeah. they moved to it in some sort of so way beautiful. that can totally be seen as dancing. Mm-hmm. How did you get into this? I came to the to Appalachian State uh, six, how old am I? Six years ago. Um, kind of before that, I was in musical theater in high school. Oh, okay. And, and I found that my, my favorite parts about musical theater were the group dances. Okay. I never really thought anything of it, but that, those were, that was always what I enjoyed the most. So I got to college, and I wanted to find a tango club. I don't know why, but I just really wanted to learn how to tango. So I went to, like, the club expo, where all the clubs get together in the school. And I didn't find the tango club, but I found the Appalachian State Swing Dance Club. And I saw this girl that was, like, wearing this red dress with white polka dots all over it, and she had red lipstick on. And I was like... Those are, those, th- that looks like my people. <laughs> yeah. They look fun. <laughs> yeah. And they were just happy. They were dancing to music and meeting people. So I went to the first lesson like a week later and the instructor had this big goofy smile on his face. His name was Noah. I don't remember his last name. His name's Noah though. He um, had this big goofy smile on his face while he was just dancing around. He was teaching us an East Coast swing lesson. There were probably 80 people in the room. It was a really packed class. Wow. And and the atmosphere was just electric. It was so fun. And so after that, I went to the next six lessons, and it really quickly became my biggest passion that that I know of. I, wow. and, and, yeah, I dropped, like I played basketball through high school, played bas- um, travel basketball. I was planning on coming to App- Appalachian State to perpetuate that, to um, try out for the team and try to walk on and, and continue that path. And I, I found partner dancing. I found swing dancing and dropped basketball. And, you, and like then also professionally out. is not where you've moved. I mean, you're doing, you're doing a lot of work with your hands, with tools, being outside, fixing broken things, yeah. building new things. And it doesn't seem like that would be like, yeah, he probably likes partner <laughs> dancing. But I love that you just kind of overcome that. I, and just, I, that's what you say your greatest passion, you know, mm-hmm. it's, I, I, I have this like lumber like large lumberjack vibe and it yeah it surprises people when I tell them that I'm a that I my biggest passion is partner dancing. So I love that. I think that's great. I yeah. love breaking norms. But like how that. did you go past just sort of like you've been to six lessons and you're like, this is fun to like now where you are six years later, you're like qualifying for these um 
competitions and instructing other people and we can get mm-hmm. more into that later but how mm-hmm. how did you get there i mean that's a big jump it was the only thing i wanted to do mm. i was dancing three four nights a week yeah it, it, it overtook me yeah i was so back my freshman and sophomore year of college the swing dance club taught lessons on mondays wednesdays and fridays and i was going every monday wednesday and friday and on thursdays and saturdays i would be dancing and like study rooms, <laughs> like asking people to come with me. And it, yeah, it, it over, it overtook my life um, in a way that nothing ever has. And it's, 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 it's a huge blessing. It's been, it's been great. It's been a fun, fun ride. Talk about how it connects you with people oh, yeah. in a way that's deeper than, or more so for you at least, yeah. more so than other ways to connect with people. It's a great question. I, I can move to any big city. I say big because in any large-ish city <laughs> in the United States and immediately have a family. Oh, interesting. No, I, I, can, I can go, I can travel. So you'll find anywhere. the swing people or the, the contra people, people or yeah. the whatever people and yeah. you've got your crew. Zook, salsa, lat, like batata. Like I, because I know all these different dances, I immediately have a family. In every, in every city that I, I, I can go to in the United States that, that has an established dance scene. Like I'll have a place to stay. I'll have friends. I can, I have what a great answer, with. man. Really? <laughs> it's wonderful. And, and it goes beyond the United States. I was in Peru last year and I went out, I met this, um, met, made a friend at a bar that I went to and we went out dancing that night and we had a phenomenal night. Yeah. You know, and she what barely about, even spoke English. What about in the moment? So I, I think I'm hearing you say like, because you know that there's that crew that will be there in a city, yeah. you can go to them and you'll find people and be with them. That's good. Um, but the same could be said about a lot of hobbies. Mm-hmm. What about in the moment of dancing? How do you think it connects you with people in a way that's different than other ways? So it's not, it's the nonverbal communication. Okay. Um, I learn a lot about my follow in the first couple of seconds that, that I dance with them. I what do learn, you mean? What does that phrase mean? I learn how they move their body. I learn, I've danced long enough to know how people move when they dance certain dances. So like if you've trained in ballet, I know how you move. Like I can feel, I can feel your connection. I can feel your arms. I can feel where you shift your weight. And I immediately like, oh, I, I know your past. <laughs> wow. I know, I know that you've devoted a lot of your time to a craft. Wow. And... And that's cool. Um, I don't know much about your personality until I get through. Have you ever felt like just through dance that you have a deep connection with someone? Every other dance. It's, um, maybe that says more about you than dancing though. I don't know. (laughs) I, I, I dive really deep with people. I I connect really easily, but most, most partner dancers will tell you, um, there are certain, there are certainly times when you meet when, when you don't even have to talk to someone, you just walk up, you say, would you like to dance? And you dance. And there's this air, there's this feeling while you're dancing with them that you've known each other for your entire lives. And you move in the same ways and you predict the song in the same ways and you express yourselves in the same ways. And then the song ends and you look into each other's eyes and you're just like, what just happened? Yeah. Who, who, who are you? <laughs> well, it's interesting because like, if uh, assuming you've had that feeling with more than one person. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you do with feeling like you have a deep connection with someone that involves moving your body? That's not about talking, but you're not necessarily going to marry all of them or like have a romantic, (laughs) uh, relationship with all of them. What do you do with that, with that intimacy? How, what, when the dance is over, 
It's, do you just say like, I, until we meet again or like, you know, <laughs> it's not, that was something that I had to learn while I was coming up yeah. through, through partner dancing while I was devoting. Did you like time. fall in love with your first five people you danced yeah, with? I did actually. <laughs> and, and that's, that's my experience. I, I, in general, I fall in love with people easily. Uh-huh. I, I enjoy connecting with people. Yeah. But I'm, it was a different, if it, it was a difficult thing to, um, compartmentalize yeah. that emotional connection with um, the knowledge that that it's just a dance that you don't know this person yeah <laughs> as deeply as as has just been pre- presented yeah um, right you have, you have to compartmentalize that so a part of you connected with a part of them correct but not necessarily not whole, the necessary whole yeah. thing that's one of the limitations of being of of your community being based in dancing is you connect in this really specific way that's really, really fun, but not often do you get to connect with that person on a more um, intellectual and emotional level outside of that. Unless, unless like you make an active effort, like a pointed effort to see them outside of that dance sphere, you're never going to know that much about this person. Yeah, and that and that that's fascinating to me. Totally fascinating. It's fascinating. It sucks sometimes, and sure, um, it creates. It does something interesting to to communities that have really active dancers that dance a lot. I've been to a lot of dance communities where there's a lot of people that are really thirsty for connection, um, outside of of just like the dance sphere, but they're but they don't know how to express that, and so they just they just latch on to the dance. Um, and use that as their connection, but right. but but I can I don't I I can tell that they're they're thirsty for more for for beyond that. And so whenever I I join a new dance community, like I I just lived in Denver, Colorado for for six months, um, and I joined the Zoot community, which is like a it's like a Brazilian Latin dance. And was that new to you when you started? It playing? was. Yeah. Did you did you have to start over? In in yeah. terms of like you you were an expert so to speak, <laughs> or or. <laughs> you're exper- you experienced in a few genres or a few dances, yeah. but then you were just the new guy that had to be told, then you do this, then you do this. But yeah. if you know dance and you know certain kinds of dances, it make it easier to learn the new ones because there's some similarities. Makes it much easier. Yeah. yeah. Once you learn the vocabulary from one dance, then you can, then you, you have like the coordination in your body, right? The training in your body to pick up the new moves of new dance. Mm-hmm. Now that, some dances are very, very different. Like Lindy Hop is wildly different from West Coast Swing. Even though West Coast Swing evolved from Lindy Hop, Lindy Hop is like that style of dance that you see in 1920s black and white movies where it's done to like big band jazz and everyone's yeah. swinging in a, in a circle and there's like aerials and it's yeah. big and bombastic. Yeah. Um, it's still a really popular style of dance today uh-huh. that I really enjoy. West Coast Swing evolved from that and kind of went more the pop and smoothed everything out. Oh, okay. So they're very different dances. So you have I'm to doing, like, yeah. You have to like train your body how to switch back and forth between the two. <laughs> is there is there flexibility within a certain what's is what is it called discipline or discipline? What, yeah. Within a certain discipline. Style. Style. Is there is there flexibility to go outside of it while you're doing it? Really depends on what your what your goal is. If you want to be really good in that discipline and that, that style of dance, then, then you're going to do everything you can to train your body 
to learn the vernacular of that dance, to learn the styles, to um, have the posture, to express yourself to the music that, that that dance is danced in. But if you're not, if, if you have no desire to be a semi-professional dancer, then yeah, there's certainly flexibility to use. I use moves all the time from other dances while I'm dancing. Because yeah, you, if your mentality is not to be within that discipline and become professional at it, right. it can, you're just having fun. Yeah. But right. there's got to be some range of like, if you go too far outside of that discipline and your partner thinks you're in that discipline, all of a sudden you're speaking a language they don't understand and you throw the whole thing off and then your timing's off and they're like, I don't even know what you're doing right now, right? So I guess the more, the more, exactly the, right. the more skilled you are, the more you know how to break the rules while still dancing well with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're, you're you exactly think of right. any, any examples of when that you've done that? You're pretty often. Yeah. Actually. How um, so? You went, so there, there's certain vernacular, certain moves in, um, blues dancing that transfer really well into West coast swing. There are certain moves in West coast swing that transfer really well into salsa and Zouk. And as long as, so as a lead, I want to, be as clear as I possibly can with my communication to my follow. I want my follow to know exactly what I want them to do. <laughs> there should be any like question. So if I'm, if I'm really good at communicating with, with my body, with like my direction of what I want my follow to do, then most of the time they can figure it out, which means having a gentle, but like clear lead mm-hmm. in your dance. Is there any fluidity to who leads? Yeah. All the time. Yeah, I follow too. I love following. I'm not very good at it. And how do you know when that switch occurs? You have to kind of verbally, you have to like say at the beginning of the dance. You take it. Take it from here. (laughs) (laughs) At the beginning of the dance. (laughs) Okay, your turn. Um, You have to like kind of communicate, hey, would you like to lead, follow, or switch? So switching means like in the middle of the dance, you're going to take over. I'm going to start leading. And there's, there's, that's not a verbal cue. That's mostly just the follow, like, makes me turn. Does something. It just and you does go, Hello, okay. Exactly. And it, like, it's a surprising moment. It's really fun. And, and I follow it. And then Probably some laughter, big smile happens for sure. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And, it's, and then they, they lead for a couple of bars, for a couple yeah. of measures. And then I hear a hit in the song, like a da-da, and then I stop. And then I start leading. Kick it back in, yeah. Uh-huh. That's really so cool. Fun. So fun, yeah. Do you have any favorite uh, styles? Right now, Zook is my, <laughs> it's the style that I'm training in the most right now. Um, what's, it, what's it like? Because I think the average listener, if they're listening and they're like used to kind of Western culture, they hear swing and they go, I can picture swing even if I've never done it. What, yeah. So, let, you know, if that's true, I don't even know if that's true, but if that's mm-hmm. true, having no context for Zook. What is Zook? You said Brazilian. Yeah. But what does that mean? What if, it, I know this is audio, so you can't show it <laughs> the listeners, but what does that mean? You guys don't know that's what I'm dancing right, right. now. You just can't see I'm me. I'm doing Zooky stuff. <laughs> doing the footwork. <laughs> um, so it's... it's the, the style of music kind of originates from more of an Afro beat with like a... Okay. So it's yep. got a bit of a syncopation. To yeah, it. yeah. So you the footwork matches that syncopation. Great. It's really smooth. It's really flowy. Um, a big like a big theme in the dance of Zouk is the word flow. Cool. It's a pretty difficult dance, honestly. It's 
it's technically, it's very technically difficult to like learn all of the intricacies and like nuances of, of the moves. And it's relatively new. It's not mm. a very popular dance right now. How about that? Yeah, it's gaining popularity, but but it's it's hard to find people that know how to do it. But why? So that's one of your favorites. Yeah. For why is it my favorite? That's that's a hard question. I, it challenges me a lot. Um, What's your go-to though? West Coast swing and blues are the two that I have the most experience in. Yeah. Blues, blues is the easiest to dance to a wider variety of songs and like with a wider variety of, of people, I think. So those are the two, like if you move to a new city yeah. and the first thing you're going to look for is blues. Okay. Likely, yeah. Okay. The, another <laughs> funny thing is, um, each salad dance attracts like a type of person. Ah. So each community is going to have specific people. Like, That's like cool. the, the salsa community is obviously going to have a lot of Latino, very like heavy and Latino culture people. Um, which are great and that's awesome. The Lindy Hop community is gonna have a bunch of like kind of nerdy, really fun people that like to dress up like they're from the nineteen twenties. Uh huh. And and it's really fast paced. A lot of the people are gonna be really, like really upbeat and happier, and um more athletic. Blues attracts more of a laid back crowd because <laughs> okay. it's a slower dance. Uh -huh. It's um done to BB King and Ella Fitzgerald and Muddy Waters and all these like historically. Um, like Glenn, Glenn Quitzer band, all these historically influential blues musicians. Um, and the dance is really grounded. It's, it started in like, started in speakeasies back in the 1940s, probably. It started like as an underground dance. And it's, it's just designed so to don't get really... too loud or else they'll find you. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's designed to be danced in a really small space. And so the movements are smaller. They're more relaxed. There's less framework, um, and that attracts more relaxed people. And so all these things, these styles that you've mentioned, you have some experience in those. I do, yeah. So does that mean that you've met a big variety of types of people, both style but also like culture? Yeah, different styles. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. mostly. Um, I've I've met people from all over the United States. Uh huh. That that part of dance. Um, like outside of the U.S. culture, I've Met like Colombians, um, Brazilians, yeah, Mexicans, Costa Ricans, um, and each of them bring their own culture, right? <laughs> Even within a style, there's probably a little bit of nuance and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, Brazilians, Brazilians are fun. I have a lot of Brazilian friends in Denver that I dance Zouk with, and their their cultures, they're they're just they're just party animals. They're a lot of fun, <laughs> honestly. Um, I really enjoy their presence. They bring a lot of like really positive energy oh, cool. to a space and they're a ton of fun to dance with oh, as opposed to Mexicans that are a little more serious about their salsa dancing. Oh, okay. You know? They're a little bit more, I'm um, a little bit more technique oriented. Okay. I'm a little bit more difficult to really join their community. Oh yeah. Does that make sense? You have to kind of like, like ease your way in and then they, then they really accept you. And this oh, kind of yeah. depends on the city you're in. Yeah, so. sure. Is that been a, among the more difficult things? I was kind of wondering, like, sounds like learning something new, even if it's hard, is something that you like, and it's a challenge that you like. Have there been any challenges that you kind of don't like? Um, aside from general, when you, when you get a big group of people together, then politics will ensue. That's point. fascinating. How? You mean like actual politics of like the United States politics? No, the politics of how the community is being run. Oh, oh, okay. Of how the, the dance community. 
is being run. Politics of the way that the teachers are running the, the lessons. Politics, you know, on any group dynamic is going to have different opinions on like how yeah. the group should be run, right? And that's, you know, that, that's democracy. That's, that's so you're going to have mean. one person that goes, let's just chill and have fun. And someone else is like, no, we're going to get this technique down. Exactly. And you, we will only stay within this style. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's a constant Power debate. plays. And both of them have uh, their... life. <laughs> <laughs> both of them have their importance. Like you have to have people that are really dedicated to the specifics of the technique for a dance to stick around. Oh, know? yeah, that's true. Like preserve Lindy, it. Like, Lindy Hop was created in the 1920s. So somebody had to preserve it well, or else it would have right. evolved into something else. Exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. But there also has to be people that are willing to not be... You know, that, that's not very accessible to the average person. Right. right. The average person isn't going to show up to a dance lesson with intent of perfecting this dance. They just, yeah. just want to have fun. Yeah, yeah. So you also need people in the community that are more lax on on like keeping true to the specifics of the dance and they're just there to enjoy themselves and to express themselves to a specific style of music and Mm -hmm. and meet cool people Mm -hmm. so you need both you need that balance try to teach us right now without visual some principles of partner dancing this is a big question because there's so many styles so many traditions but if someone's like, I don't know how to do this. I've seen some stuff on TV. I don't know where to start. Yeah. And we get into actually some starting points in a few minutes, like yeah. get people practical. But like, how do you partner dance? <laughs> I'm going to start with, um, you're going to look silly at first. Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just surrender that. Surrender From the get go. Yeah. yeah. And that's great. If you're in a room with other beginners, um, most people leave most people quit early on because they don't enjoy feeling incompetent or like looking silly at something right Um, so go ahead and embrace it yeah just embrace that and then after like three i always say it takes three lessons okay three lessons before you get enough vocabulary to like oh now we can dance a whole song yeah and you only need like three moves you know like Mm -hmm. like underarm turn like one the basic to like the salsa would be like the basic step and then our yeah. turn and then like I would turn under my own arm. Yeah. I can make a whole dance out of that. Yeah. With no, with no problem. So, so, uh, be, be okay with just not knowing what you're doing and yeah. Yeah. stay at least three lessons. Yeah. I feel like you learn mm-hmm. some moves. I don't any, really tell people three lessons. Yeah. Any other thoughts of like principles, um, as a lead, um, I'm asking my follow to do something. When, 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 I, when, when I lead my follow into a turn, I'm asking them to do the turn. They don't have to do it. Does that make sense? So yeah. It's just, it's not, you give it's, them the little, the nonverbal cue, whether it's a nudge or whatever it is. Right. And yeah. you're letting them know that that's what you would like to do next. They don't have to do that. Exactly. Right. And that's, yeah. that, that's true for all, all dancing. And, leader, all, all and leadership in general. Leadership in general. Right. I've actually... <laughs> There, there's, there's a lot of really fun parallels that I've drawn in my life to, to dancing. <laughs> and then what about on, from the follow perspective? From the follow perspective, it's a fun, um, it's a fun test of surrender. Mm-hmm. Surrender, but, but don't surrender your voice. Surrender to um, what someone is asking you to, to do, but don't, but don't surrender like, 
like if I don't want to do this and I'm, then I'm going to do it and like not going to do it. Don't, don't surrender that thought. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think that's, that's really fun to like allow yourself to follow someone that you trust. Yeah. Follow someone that is lead, isn't leading you into something bad. Trust, like trusting them that they're not going to hurt you. They're not going to lead you into something you don't want to do. And if, if that's understood and, and you, you hand them that trust, then they're able to do really fun, creative things with you as, as a follow. And, and they're able to just take you, take you places and, and you're just along for a ride. And then in certain parts of the song, you add your own flair, you add your own musicality mm -hmm. um, to the hits that you want, as long as you're not in general affecting the way that your, your leader is leading. Mm. I think that's a fun lesson. Yeah, <laughs> <life>. absolutely. <laughs> All right. Practical steps. So, you know, simplifying the concept without sacrificing depth. Want to give some people real next steps if they're like, yeah. this sounds fun. I want to learn some of this. Let's start Zoom really away, um, really wide into like the internet. Yeah. Do you have any resources to recommend if somebody just wants to like, I don't know if I want to go and be around people yet. Can I just Google something and see if this is for me? You have any resources you recommend, like to look online for how to dance, how to do partner dancing? Man, I have spent hours and hours and hours on YouTube, yeah, looking up what what a dance looks like. Yeah, um, looking up lessons. You know, there's all kinds. So of what would they? You go to YouTube, YouTube and you type in like swing dancing lessons. Type, type in whatever style you want. Type yeah. in because you, you have and to just use. watch and see if it's for you. Yeah, type in West Coast Swing Lessons, beginner lessons. Okay. Type in Lindy Hop, beginner lessons. Type in Tango, beginner lessons. Um, Foxtrot, Waltz. How do you spell Zook? Z-O-U-K. Okay. Yeah. And also, don't just look up beginner lesson, but also look up videos of professionals that are dancing this dance. Right. So, Here's so, the ideal right. perfectionist this, you know, this professional. Is, this is what this dance looks like. This is the, this is the vernacular. This is the style of music. So you got you got swing, uh, West Coast swing, East Coast swing. Is there something called swing that isn't either West Coast or East Coast? Uh, or they're just Lindy Lindy Hop. Is, oh, Lindy Hop. That's kind of like the that's traffic. the most extreme. Well, then you have um, Shag. Yeah. Which which kind of evolved from which is a more chill, laid back, beachy. Like, mm hmm. It Shag started in uh, Myrtle Beach. Started in Myrtle Beach. Um, I think a Shag. I've seen a lot of people Shag. It seems like very little movement. Yeah. You just, maybe you have a drink in one hand. It's designed for that. Yeah. And you just sort of hang a little bit and, um, yeah. we're having a good time, yeah. but we're not getting it too like, into this. It's like, a, like a rock step and like a side step and like a little triple step. And, yeah. And it's, it's yeah, it's mostly, shag is mostly footwork. It's just kind of like a turn every now and then. Yeah. You, it's like this. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> so you got tango, you got zook, you got, so many things to type in beginner lessons you on YouTube. Dive into the, the ballroom. There's, I have a lot of friends who oh, are professional yeah. ballroom dancers. Waltz, Foxtrot, Tango. Um, Argentine Tango is really fun. That's, that's another dance that I want to get into soon. Right. Um, it's, re it's really difficult. It's, it's very technically difficult, which, yeah. which I love. You can just dive deeper and deeper and deeper into the technicalities of how to move your foot just, just ever so slightly to the left so that you can shift your weight so that your follow nose to press deeper into your chest. And wow. <laughs> all of these little things that, that improve the communication that you have. It's amazing, man. Yeah, yeah. It's so fun. All right, it's zooming so in fun. a little bit, uh, you know, leaving the internet world. Yep. okay. Let's say someone lives in or near a city of some size. Uh-huh. And they were like, yeah, 
I want to take some, you know, because we, we're in Boone right now. We're going to yeah. end up talking about Boone. But yeah. if they're not in Boone, what should they look up? How would they find these groups? Like you said, you moved mm-hmm. to a city, you found your community. Yeah. But where? How do they find the, the group? I use online. I usually, I also use Facebook. Yeah, yeah. I'll Google, like when I was in Denver, but the first thing I did was Google Denver swing dance scene. Scene, okay. Scene. Yeah. So that'll help. Um, yeah. I Google Denver Zook scene. Google Denver um, tango scene. And it led to what? Facebook groups? It led to both Facebook groups and websites. Some, uh-huh. some, sometimes these, these local dance scenes will have like dedicated websites yeah. if, if they're big enough. Um, and most of these, if they're big enough, they have, they're offering beginner right. lessons. Weekly beginner lessons. And these right. are normally things you pay for. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can do a series. You can buy like a package of I don't know, three lessons for... $60 or you can show up to each individual lesson and normally they're between seven and $12 yeah. per lesson. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and just try it out. That's, yeah. that's it. And, it's, give, it's, it's and then give simple. it, give it a good three or more before you jump ship. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. See if you really got the moves. Uh-huh. Cause and if you go to one and you go, I couldn't keep up, that might not be enough to find out if it's really for you. That's really my philosophy. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you have, if you struggle in your first lesson, and that's okay because everyone else struggled also. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, for for me, because I, I used to teach swing dancing here at Appalachian State um, weekly. I taught taught swing dancing for three years, and I would always tell people, "Hey, I know that first lesson was a lot. I know that we threw a lot of information at you, but but give it just just come for two more lessons, and then you can decide if you want to if if you never want to come again or not." Yeah. And in that that's case, okay. yeah, totally cool. It's not for everybody. Yeah. But every dance scene in every city should not be. If they're doing a decent job at all of um, marketing themselves, which which they they have, they need to be, they're not hard to find. Google them, look at them up on Facebook, yeah, and, and someone will reach. If if you reach out, someone will reach back out with with enthusiasm. Yeah, lesson times and sure. And if you can show up alone, if you need a partner, yeah, that's another thing I like. To, I like to talk about. Um, their partner dances. You don't have to show up with a partner though. Okay, that's kind of good. a common misconception. Yeah, for a that's lot of good these advice. Yeah, yeah, I'm. You're certainly, and the lessons that I always taught, we always said you're certainly welcome to stay with your partner. We don't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable, and mm-hmm. if you're more comfortable staying with the person you came with, totally fine. Yeah, but for everyone else, we're gonna be rotating throughout the lesson. Every every like I don't know, ten minutes, you'll be dancing with a new person during my lesson, and then during the free dance afterwards every song it's part of the culture and this changes for each dance in each culture but part of our culture is to dance with a different person for each song unless yeah. you really enjoy dancing with that person and you're like you're certainly allowed to dance multiple dances in a row yeah yeah but typically the the, the accepted um, behavior is to dance a dance with a person mm-hmm. say wow thank you that was wonderful and then move on to the and next move person on, yeah mm-hmm. oh man it's All funny right. in, in kizomba it's different. You dance three dances with your partner. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. um, it takes three dances to get to know them. Right. <laughs> That's beautiful. It's just the, the culture surrounding yep. the dance. So it's now funny. zooming into our little mountain town. Yeah. So we're in, you know, we're in the high country. So actually, you know, multiple counties up here in the mountains. You have Contra dancing is, is an Appalachian yeah. cultural thing. Mm-hmm. Are there any other dances that are known for being sort of around here? Um, flat footing, flat footing. Really? Yeah, I don't it's, know it's not a partner dance, um, but it's it's done in a group. 
Oh, wow. it's, it's done to like bluegrass. It's mountain style music. Oh, it's, okay. It, so, so the Appalachia region has a lot of um, Irish, Irish history. Okay. Right. And the Irish and I don't know what other cultures. Scottish, I believe Scottish, too. Um, brought in clogging. Oh, oh, okay. And clogging turned into Appalachian flat footing. Oh, okay, yeah. got it, got yeah. it. It's, but it's, that's not partner dancing, it's, not but partner it's still dancing. dancing it's and, still an Appalachian vernacular. Yeah, right. So contra dancing being a partner one, and then there's also some swing dancing, like you said, mm-hmm. scenes around here. Yep. So if someone lives in this area, and they want to give it a shot, they want to start something, uh, where should they start? Start with Googling um, Appalachian State Swing Dance. And so this is not something that is, you don't have to be a student at Appalachian State? You don't, no. Okay. You can actually join. With with the club on campus, you don't have to be a student to join that club. Okay, so Appalachian State Swing Dancing. Right Um, right now I teach, and and through that, um, you can find the rest of the the dancing resources for for partner dancing. There's also um, a Latin scene. There, there's a decent salsa scene in Boone, North Carolina. How do they find that? Google Google Boone salsa. Okay. I've on. I have personally never been. Oh, okay. But it has a good reputation. But it's got a great reputation. I keep meeting people who've gone before. And then contra. Contra is huge in this area. How would they find that? Same. Google, Google Boone contra. Okay. Same thing. C O N T R A. Yep. And that'll that'll pop up with uh, a couple different options because there's. There's the Boone Contra dance that happens at the Apple Barn, right. the Blowing Rock. Then you've got the Warren Wilson, which is just north of Asheville, that we go to a lot. That should probably, I imagine that would come up in that same search. Yeah, yeah, but, same mountain region. Yeah, let's well, get starts. And so yeah. all these are, all these options are probably going to lead to lessons to to go in on some beginner lessons and or just dances to show up at just for fun. You don't. They're yeah. not all lessons. They're sometimes just like, let's dance together, right? right? Yeah. Um, that's good, man. And mm-hmm. then how it's zooming in, even one last zoom in. If someone wants to connect with you and they want to dance with you or they want to, or they want to learn <laughs> yeah. dance from you, yeah. uh, you still do some private lessons. Mm-hmm. I know that you're about to go, if someone listens like right, like right after we post it, you, you might be out of the country for a little bit helping because yeah. you're about to go help some people rebuild some houses in mm-hmm. Bahamas. Yeah, I've, I've been working humanitarian work for a little while now. But you're still dancing is one of your great passions. So yeah. if they want to connect with you, Instagram, what's the best way you think? Facebook. Facebook. I'm under Facebook as Alex Mott, M-O-T-T. Okay. I'm on Instagram as well as Alexander Mott 828. There we go. Um, yeah, yeah, so that's, there's, if anyone's listening, if you know me and you're mm-hmm. listening... Alex is my friend <laughs> and connect with him. He's a great yeah. guy and he can teach you some dancing. Yeah, thanks man. And yeah. I am, I am by no means a professional level dancer. Um, I really enjoy teaching. And I really enjoy leading scenes. Um, but I'm not, it's, I'm not competing on a really high professional level. Right. Which mostly means I can't charge very much money, if any money <laughs> for yeah. teaching. That being said though, I know that you, you'd qualified for higher level competition. So you still, yeah. you know your stuff. So I think mm-hmm. for a lot of people, um, if they're like me, at least I'm actually, I'm not at all intimidated by that because I might even be more intimidated if someone's like, and world and the world champion, I'd be like, I don't think I want the world champion seeing my beginner level. <laughs> you know? But if you were you know, six years ago, you were the beginner. And, and yeah. so you can totally appreciate what that feels like. Yeah. That actually yeah. helps me as a 
as a person who would yeah. be interested. Like he gets it. He gets how I feel. As yeah. opposed to if you were like born and raised in it and you have like trophies all over from the world <laughs> champion, I'd be like, he doesn't know what it feels like to begin anything. You know? Just came out of his mom. Just good at dancing. <laughs> good at dancing. That's not, that's not fair. Yeah. He's a step ahead. Well, thanks no. so much, man. Like I've, I've learned so much about styles places to start i know that kimberly and i we've done swing dances swing dancing we've done contra dancing but mm-hmm. um we want to do more and we want to learn more because mm-hmm. we are we we're beginners that have technically done it yeah and so we're we have never moved past the beginning stage but we've loved oh. every second of it smiled yeah. to the point where <laughs> our faces hurt <laughs> i love it well thanks so, so much good. for your time and yeah, for your so love welcome. and for being the kind of person that is very intentional about connecting with people, I think that it says more about you than it does about dancing, mm-hmm. um, yeah. but also does Thank speak you. highly of dancing and, and it's very inspirational. But um, all right, man, well, I'll see you when you get back from your trip and then maybe we can do some dancing. Let's connect after know. that. Yeah. And uh, thanks for listening in for uh, Concept 26 Partner Dancing. You can also go to thingsaboutthings.com for more things. Thanks.